Good day, everybody. Welcome to Detox Podcast. My name is Denise. I am your host. This is episode 68, and it's called Paper Thin. We're going to be talking about boundaries. We're going to be talking about people pleasing, and we are going to be talking about carrying shit that isn't ours. (laughs) Um, Before we begin, I wanted to let you know about a service that I have. I do personalized private meditations. Uh, These are meditations that I design perfectly for you, completely tailored to whatever is going on in your mind, going on in your life, be it grief, depression, anxiety, stress, or you were looking for more joy, gratitude, um, resiliency, peace, just like a little break from the overwhelm, a break from all the shit. If you are dealing with chronic pain, uh, if you're dealing with chronic illness, these are things that I can do to help. And you can access these private meditations um, in December uh, through City and Soul. We're doing 10% off in December by using the code HOLIDAY. Sorry, no, it's HEALING. It's HEALING is the word. The code is HEALING. Um, you can go to cityandsoul.ca uh, and you can book an appointment with me and use that code and you get 10% off of my, my private meditation. And uh, you can also go through um, my website as well, denisewalkerspeaks.com to request that meditation with me. I do in person, I do virtual, and I do pre-recorded. And if it's pre-recorded, then that means that you get that, that sucker forever and you can listen to it as many times as you want. Okay, let's get into it. Paper book time, paper thin. Find this guy here, and here we go. Paper thin. Been giving myself away to anyone who needs it. A sliver of compassion for her, a sliver of you talk I'll listen for him. All those slivers are from the mirror of me, silver and fractured, held only by cheap glue that's quickly melting from the heat of too many late nights, lifting boxes filled with other people's woes. Yes. So I'm going to talk about people-pleasing boundaries and picking up shit that isn't yours. So as a person, as a person, as a woman, as um, someone who is addicted to alcohol, as a, um, a person who grew up with a mentally ill father, as a Libra, um, I'm very much about peace and harmony and wanting to keep equilibrium and wanting to make everybody happy. And I have a tendency to sacrifice my own happiness and my own needs for the needs of others. And I feel like this rings true for a lot of people who have gone down the path of addiction uh, as we kind of all tend to fall into that people-pleasing category, we're all usually pretty empathic as we take on the energy and the emotions and the shit of others um, so easily. And especially during these times, everything is so heavy, we, we gravitate towards escapism tendencies. We want just a little bit of a break or a long break, or we need breaks all the time from all the shit we're carrying, whether it's ours or other people's shit. But I'm going to talk about how we can maybe not carry other people's shit so much. 
So I'm going to start with people pleasing, which for me looks a lot like um, there's there's a few different ways. So one is when people ask me for a favor. And that's kind of where this this poem comes from is I was asked by a friend to help her move because she doesn't have a vehicle. And so when she asked me, I felt obligated to say yes. There's a part of me that wanted to say yes, and there was a part of me that wanted to say fuck no. <laughs> there, I felt very obligated because when I have this belief that when people ask me for a favor, they're asking me specifically because they know that I have the answer to what they are looking for. In this case, it was a vehicle. And I have this belief that, and I will have to say it's a flawed belief, that if someone were to ask me for a favor, that I'm the one who holds the answer. I have the key. I have the special magic that is going to make everything all right. And if I deny them, if I say no, then I'm the one who makes them feel abandoned, alone, without their answers, without the key, without the special thing that's going to make everything okay. And I've robbed them of that. Instead of, it's all, I feel less like I just didn't give them something and more like I've stolen something from them. And this is a very difficult thing for me to deal with and I still deal with it. Um, I'm, I'm practicing and I go to therapy and I talk about boundaries and I talk about people pleasing a lot in therapy. And I've started saying no when people ask me for favors because when I do say yes, in this specific instance, I went to help her move and instead of it taking only a few hours it took a very long time and i even tried to place a boundary like i have to leave by 9 p.m because i work at 5 30 a.m the next morning and i just cannot but we weren't finished when nine o'clock came around and i felt like i had to stay i felt like i had to drive her then to the hotel she was going to be staying at and i didn't get home until midnight and this was a great detriment to me. It ruined my entire next day. My nervous system was fried. I felt like I had completely abandoned myself, my needs, and I felt walked all over and I felt um, taken for granted, even though I was the one who said yes. And Holly from Tempest says, when it comes to boundaries, it's would you like to either feel guilty or would you like to feel resentment? And that is the choice you must make when placing a boundary. And now this is a hard choice for me because <laughs> neither sound like a good choice. If I place a boundary, I kind of spiral into this awful guilt and I feel like I have ruined somebody's day, week, life by denying them whatever they had asked for. Just the other day, my partner, I knew I had to do this because it was my homework for my therapist to place boundaries, to practice placing boundaries. He had asked me for a ride home from his friend's house. Um, we came home around dinner time and he said, hey, I'm gonna go drinking at my friend's house. Can you pick me up later? So I don't have to Uber home because Uber is sketchy in coronavirus times, right? And 
I did not want to. I wanted an evening to myself. I didn't want to have to wait up and and leave the house to go get him. And it seems like such a simple favor, right? Like, I'm your partner. Like, why wouldn't I go get you? But but I just really needed just a night to myself where I wasn't like revolving around somebody else's plans. And so I said no. And he was fine with it. And I fell into this pit of, oh my God, <laughs> I've ruined everything. I got to, I got to go back on this. Like I got to tell him like, no, I will pick you up. Every, I, I will definitely pick you up. But I just like, I sat in it. I sat in the guilt and this, um, yeah, this, this like horrible guilt. Going, I felt like I was going against every natural instinct in my body to do this. And, and I just sat in it and eventually it dissipated and he ended up like not even drinking and just driving himself home and everything was good. Everything was cool. And it's like, it's not even a big deal, but in my body, it feels like a big deal. So this poem is about like myself feeling paper thin, spread paper thin to the point where I could just be like torn in half or blown away by the wind or destroyed by some rain, just like down to nothing because I've been giving so many parts of myself away. And I call it a mirror, this fractured mirror that's like barely held together because it's like, there's such this idea of reflection where we are each other's mirrors and and this interaction is really reflecting back on me how I feel about myself and my role in life and my role in my relationships and what my worth is and like what my value is. And I feel very much like I will be worthless and valueless if I don't show up for people, if I don't go and help people. And I'm seeing very much now as like a true first responder as like a job title I'm truly a first responder in every aspect of my life. I'm very like quick to jump in to fix things. Always been a fixer. And uh, and that's where the picking up shit that isn't mine comes in. This is this is like emotional shit and tasks. So this is something I also worked on in therapy early on in therapy about feeling like when people unloaded their emotional stuff onto me, I had to do something with it. I had to take it on and solve it. Had to hold it for them. Not just holding space for them to vent and express their feelings and express their situations, but like actually like take it on and hold it on my shoulders for them because for some reason I believed my role to be the the bearer of heaviness for people. Felt very responsible to take the load off of others and carry it myself to make them feel better. And so what my therapist did is he told me to start using this question 
to ask myself, it's even on a sticky note on my mirror, it's to ask myself, is this mine? Whenever I'm in a situation where I feel like I'm taking on something, if I'm feeling the emotional load kind of piling up, if I'm having a conversation with a with a friend or a loved one where they're talking about all this stuff that's going on in their life and they're, how they're, they're stressed and upset and, and frustrated and and just asking that simple question, is this mine? Allowed me to start placing that boundary between, okay, I'm just holding space for you to vent right now versus, okay, let me hold that for you. And it's been a very healing practice. So if that's something that you're struggling with, I super encourage you to use that phrasing to ask yourself whenever you feel like you're incurring other people's emotional baggage um, to ask yourself, is this mine? And if it is, then, then all right, pick it up. But if it's not, don't pick it up, leave it there. Start placing that energetic boundary between what is yours and what is other people's. And this people pleasing also comes, comes up for me a lot when it comes to really intense emotions from other people. When I'm in a situation where where I'm in a situation where somebody's exhibiting really intense anger or hatred, like they're like spewing hateful things and acting like really angry. Um, An example, some like a coworker who is just like really upset about something that's annoying and they're having like an, in my mind, an overreaction about how annoying something is that it's like poisoning the, the workplace atmosphere by how outwardly negative and intense that they're being. Uh, Or like something like, uh, partner coming home from work, being angry and stressed and just like acting very angry and stressed and like slamming doors, being short, being frustrated about little things that wouldn't frustrate someone if they weren't in that irritability zone. Um, my response is to become a chameleon to turn into whatever is necessary to bring life back to equilibrium, to bring back harmony and peace, because I I can't take it. Like my nervous system, it's like an automatic response. I didn't even know, know it was happening until I started to really pay attention where it's almost kind of like, kind of like an, a walking on eggshells thing to not aggravate the situation further, to sort of become nothing, to become malleable and, and turn into whatever is required at the time to be soft and, and um, patient. And it's like, I also want to flee. I want to run the other way. I want to get out because it's intolerable for me to to sit in that intensity coming from someone else. Like it's not even me, it's somebody else. 
And I think that's ingrained from having a bipolar father who one day would be manic and the next would be depressed. And I never knew what I was going to get. And I didn't know who he was going to be. And I didn't know who I was going to need to be in response. And so I got very good at adapting very quickly, but it's all very, it's like a trauma response. And many people have told me like, oh, well, this is a skill. This is a gift for you to just like take this intensity, take this crisis, take whatever it is that's happening and just like be calm and collected and chill and like be the guide for the person to to come back to to peace, to harmony. But that's not what it feels like to me because it's not really like I'm doing it for them. I'm doing it for me. And that's the thing about people pleasing. It's almost no people pleasing is actually it seems like it's the most selfless thing in the world, but it's actually very selfish because instead of placing boundaries, instead of um, speaking your needs you are trying to meet other people's needs in order to avoid you feeling bad me feeling bad right like i am trying to do whatever i possibly can to placate the other person in order to avoid conflict so i can remain in my like natural un nudged un frictioned state and it is self-serving because it's me who needs the peace and like it's easy to be like <laughs> it wasn't easy but it's becoming easy to say no sorry i can't feed your cats that weekend or um no i can't pick you up from your friend's house or uh no sorry i can't drive you home um, things like that. It's still very difficult for me, but it's still, it's sort of that same thing of the tracks in the snow that we talked about a few episodes ago, where the more you do it, the more you practice, the easier it becomes, the more it becomes the path of least resistance. And there isn't always that like super, super stress, nervous response happening when you place the boundaries. And I just um, read a really cool way to think about boundaries as boundaries are not a wall, they're a door. You're telling people how to enter. And I think that's really cool. It's not just like, a, no, like, you don't ask me to do anything ever again. I hate you. It's like, no. <laughs> just no. I've heard that no is also a complete response, which like still rocks me to my core. Like, I don't know how to be so blunt or direct to just say no, <laughs> but I'm working on it. Working on not needing to like completely explain myself all the time. And yeah. I, I really hope that asking yourself if this is mine 
will help you? Because it's really helped me. I even do like a, a meditation sometimes where I imagine that I've been carrying around this backpack full of rocks that don't belong to me. And it's like all these things that I've picked up from other people, all these interactions, all these different situations, all this emotional energy that's been unloaded onto me and I've picked up. And in the meditation, uh, we unpack the rocks and we leave them behind. And then we start to call in all these like shards of ourselves that have been lost. All these pieces of ourselves that got got lost in those interactions where we were taking on someone's emotional energy and taking responsibility for someone's problems and and helping people out with favors because we felt responsible to help help them, obligated to help them because like that's just what good friends do or well, I have a car, so and they don't, so you know, I I should help them, kind of thing. There's like when you abandon yourself in those moments, you abandon your needs, a piece of you gets lost. And it's replaced by somebody else's piece. And 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 the meditation's about switching those. It's about letting go of the shit that's not yours. And it's about calling in the shit that is that got lost over time and space and just like bringing it all back allowing it to come back into that backpack, filling it up, letting it be yours, and like locking the backpack. And then the, there's like a secret password, which is to unlock the lock is, is this mine? And if it is, the backpack will open and you can put that shit in there. <laughs> but if, if it's not, it will remain locked and you can't pick it up. Can't take it with you. It's not yours. Yeah, I enjoy doing that one because it's very helpful for me. A lot of people, a lot of good people, we've we've kind of had it instilled in us that we we need to be a certain way in order to be good. In order to be a good daughter, a good mother, a good friend, a good employee, a good partner, a good boss, a good, like it's just We give a lot of ourselves and lose a lot of ourselves because we're too busy focusing on the needs of others and abandoning our own needs. And here is my permission for you today. I give you permission to put yourself first. Even though it feels like someone is shredding your skin off of your body to do so. Practice making one boundary, one small boundary, just saying, no, I can't pick you up from your friend's house. No, sorry, I can't give you a ride. Um, no, I'm busy. No, I don't think I'll be joining that tonight. No, thank you. I know that there's a lot of pressure and like real pressure from specific like family members and friends that's pretty toxic and I don't have to tell you that. Sometimes it feels pretty impossible.
especially if you're, you're like in some sort of dangerous situation where if you were to like put that boundary you'd be in danger like at least to, please take that into consideration of course that if you were to I don't know. I, I hope you get out of whatever you're at, you're in if that's what's happening to you right now. If you're in a place where you don't feel safe to speak a boundary like that, perhaps that's a sign, right? Perhaps it's a sign that you're not in a healthy relationship. You're not in a healthy dynamic. And this could be with a partner, but it could also be with friends. It could be with family members. If they're putting like really crazy, unsafe pressure on you to be a certain way, to show up a certain way, that's endangering you or or harming you. I hope you get out of that. That would be very scary. Here is paper thin. Been giving myself away to anyone who needs it. A sliver of compassion for her, a sliver of you talk, I'll listen, for him. All those slivers are from the mirror of me, silver and fractured, held only by cheap glue that's quickly melting from the heat of too many late nights, lifting boxes filled with other people's woes. My friends, set a boundary. Just one. Just one little boundary and sit in the shredding feeling of it. Don't take it back. Don't take it back. Just set it and let it be and see if it changes anything. See if it changes how easy it is to do it next time or how hard it is to do it next time. I appreciate you. Thank you for listening. We will see you next time.